Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I am Millennial Producer Tony, joined as always by Gen X Brian. Hello, everybody. Gen Z Winston. Oh, what did... <laughs> Interesting. Was, was not prepared for that. Uh, this is a little bit something different. We are taking a bit of a break here during the holiday season. We would like you to enjoy a bit of a recap episode from our inaugural year of the XYZ podcast. Enjoy a bit of a clip show and some of the best clips and bits from the past year. Please enjoy. Enjoy it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> no no request. <laughs> Going back to, I guess, how we started talking about all of this, about the, the the three of us talking together, was my cluelessness about what my kids, a younger version of Winston and a Gen Z, like some of their slang terms and trying to understand them. The, 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 fun, the funniest one, which was a hilarious discussion between you and my children separately, was, what is glizzies? <laughs> I love it. I don't know where I saw that or heard that, right. but clearly I didn't get it in context because I said, what is glizzies instead of what, what are glizzies? And then, and then through discussions to come to find out for those who are curious, it started out as a gun, right? Yeah. Glizzy was and a then, gun. And then, and then somehow moved to hot dogs. And then penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the natural movement. Of, yeah, right. Of I can see it's, it's, it's penile shape, right? <laughs> um, yes. And when, yeah. I, when, when I said that to my children, they looked at me like, what the hell are you asking me, dad? <laughs> like, clearly I didn't know, but it had already gone to the penis connotation by the time I. Oh, by the time about, you asked yeah, them. <laughs> yes. Then I found out about Glizzy Gobbler and all of the. Glizzy the, Goslin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, did they sit down and go, do we have to have the talk with you, dad? Is that, how <laughs> <No. this works? laughs> it was is like, that where this is going? It was more it was more of like. In what circles are you having these conversations? This could be. <laughs> are you are you having it online where potentially a lot of people could hear you and it would be super embarrassing? But yeah. And it's funny. It was... And here we are talking about yes. it online where yep. people could hear about it. I would like to ask, what were some interesting lies that you were told as children? That you just flat out believed. And I'm not oh. talking like Santa Claus or Tooth Fairy. Santa Claus and isn't real. Just, I'm sorry for I... any children listening. <laughs> uh, I, I should have, yeah. Yeah. DOA that. Um, Spoiler alert. But <laughs> I, I'll give an example. My dad, anytime me and my brother wanted to go somewhere and he was just not going to have it, he would just tell us, bold faced lie, he'd go, that they're closed for cleaning. <laughs> everybody was closed for cleaning so often i thought that was a normal thing that restaurants and stores and places just did they just shut the whole place down to clean it for the day and we didn't think any wiser Man, it was just was... like hey can we go to chuck e cheese can't they're closed for cleaning it's like oh okay that, that sucks they always seem to be closed for cleaning when we want to go but whatever <laughs> Yeah, I can't argue that. Sure. Oh man, 
That ball pit's a mess. Clean it. <laughs> well, you know it is. Oh, yeah. the, uh, one, the one time Tony gets to go there, he's like, wow, this place is really dirty for a place that's always close for cleaning. Yeah, like, they're not doing a very good job on those days <laughs> off, are they? <laughs> oh, man. That's fantastic. Okay. And you bought it. You, I, I love the oh, fact that you bought it. Oh, for a while. It was, it was right. probably only a short while, because eventually we were like, this Wait sounds a like second. a bunch of BS. Come on. <laughs> this place has been closed for cleaning the last three times we've asked There's, about it. We just drove past. There's cars parked outside <laughs> cleaning because no, that's a cleaning cleaning <laughs> <laughs> it's a big place i gotta bring in a bunch of people <laughs> oh if i ever meet your dad i'll be like nicely played sir <laughs> but i would say i would say um the worst the worst uh restaurant would have to be and it's crazy that i'm saying this it's actually <laughs> mcdonald's i i don't like mcdonald's what? Yeah, McDonald's has to be like bottom tier food for me. I'm not even joking. I would eat checkers and Arby's and their zebra meat over McDonald's. Any day. <laughs> That's um, not zebra. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't insane. know. Yeah. I just monkey shoulders when they serve too. But, uh, <laughs> it's um, delicious monkey. Arby's Arby's tends to be on the bottom of a lot of people's list. I'm about to commit heresy, uh-huh. and people. Uh, listeners, come at me. That's fine. <laughs> Standing by this. <laughs> one opinion, of huh? one of my favorites. Long John Silvers. Oh, really? They, I mean, it's I a like fish. Re- it's a fast a food fish restaurant. To be uh, fair, you know, it's also a cover for a crack house, so it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you're not there for the food. I am. Uh, you're I'm Tony, the only one. <laughs> Tony walks in, and they're just like, "Oh shit, we yeah, actually yeah. have a real customer." Oh, oh, just just throw something the, together. <laughs> yeah, go get the Gordon's fish sticks from out the, from the freezer. <laughs> Oh man, what what is yeah. the differenti- differentiating factor between Long John Silver's and Captain D's? Captain D's nuts. Thank you. I, I queued that right <laughs> up. I was hoping somebody would jump on that, but I'm serious about my question. <laughs> I, I think Captain D's is a southern chain. I've never experienced that up north. I, I've never heard of them until moving down here to Georgia. Oh. Uh, Captain D's, in my opinion, inferior are, to a. Are they, uh, oh, they're not the White Castle Crystal of the. Uh, yeah, the I don't. I think thought they were the same. Yeah, I nope. thought it was. I mean, it's a it's a seafood. Fast food place. Can you get hush puppies at both? You can. Again, Long John Silver's hush puppies, much better. <laughs> the chicken at Long John Silver's, much better. Oh. Um, Captain D's occasionally does, and this is disgusting too, that again, I, I want, I like these. They were fast food lobster rolls. Oh, God. Oh, my God. They're, they were pretty good, man. Uh, I'm surprised Tony doesn't have a, I got food poisoning. At yeah, Captain I was going to say. Listen, yeah, I, listen, I have... At the same time, a weak stomach and a steel stomach, because I can, I can well, put down, all that down on it. Clearly, I can, throw, yeah, yeah, I can so throw down on some fast food, food lobster yeah. rolls, but I will also like milk hurts my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on inside my gutty works, but it's, it's interesting. I'll tell you that. This happens. People are posting this sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, there's my no gosh. privacy with 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 my generation, Brian. Oh yeah. man! Again, every time every time we go down this road about the the, the ins and outs of social media, man. Yeah. I just I guess uh, through Facebook, people would start oversharing and stuff on Facebook, mm. and and that that was viewed as you know cringy or like people yeah. would look at it and be like, why are they doing that? But it seems to have continued. Yeah. And I, you know, it's funny. We've had this conversation before. Like, uh, we talked about social media etiquette being a thing. It's totally a thing, but there are people who think it's a free space and you could just say whatever it is that comes to your mind. Who do you think, and not you, you, but mm-hmm. who do people think they're broadcasting to? I've been, I remember a time 
okay, let's go back, I don't know, five, six years where people would post, people assumed that if they posted it on Facebook, you would see it. I had a child. You didn't see it on Facebook. Well, why do you not know? I put mm. it on Facebook kind of like you should know that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that still people post things and assume other people are going to see it? That's where yeah. people are going to find out about this information. I, I see it less, less like that, but more like they're just speaking into the void. And it's like whoever hears it, hears it. Whoever don't, don't type of thing. It's like there's not much of an emphasis on whether or not, oh, hey, have you seen my post type of thing? It's like I put it out there. If you saw it, you saw it. If you don't, you don't. People could just say anything on the Internet. And it's like if I saw it, I would if I'm hanging out with a friend, I'm like, hey, man, I saw you posted that thing on Twitter the other day. Why'd you say that? And they'll like, oh, you saw that? And they'll like, you know, elaborate on it. But if they <laughs> if, if they're if I didn't see it, they're not going to bother bringing it up because it just it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you need to know this. I, I guess I never knew who my, I, I never posted anything much. And Tony, yeah. we were talking about how Facebook used to have your status, right? And it was yeah. like, you know, Tony is eating a panini or whatever. Like you, you would put that for whatever reason, you know? And then people are like, I don't care if you're, you know. Well, that's almost take, like speaking into the void, right? It's like, you're like, oh, hey, I'm eating a panini. If you but, saw it, you saw it. If you don't, you don't. It's like, who cares? But, Why do I need to tell any of you that? Unless it was hold amazing. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get too far down this hole. <laughs> You realize that's what we're doing now. <laughs> I'm just oh, sitting here listening, so going, funny. do we need a mirror? Because I don't know who we're talking to either. We're just shouting into the void here, too. And you're just you two are going off. And I'm going. Oh. That no. is true. I'm OK with go. I'm, I'm OK with shouting into the void. Brian oh, yeah, is OK with it. That's no, why. No, I guess I guess because I'm talking to you, right? I'm yeah. talking to you guys, and if somebody hears it and gets a kick out of it, awesome. I love that. But because... why? Why are we recording it, Brian? We could just have a regular conversation. <laughs> That's it. But our friends in Nigeria don't care that I had a panini for lunch yesterday. You don't know that. <laughs> you haven't told them that. <laughs> if you don't post it, how will they know? Brian, right. if you build it, they will come. If you post it, they will they read it. That is a good juxtaposition. That's so funny. Um, What is the average temperature in Vietnam in, say, oh, June? It'll be hot. I think it's like in the 90s. Like, and is it like humid? Yeah, it was super humid. It's like humid, like here or more yeah, than here, way more like, than here. Way more than here. It's I'm talking like sticky humid where you're like sweating constantly and your mm -hmm. body just feels sticky and itchy and whatnot. This would be really funny if we could throw in some good in the morning Vietnam clips, but I'm not sure if they are a safe or b offensive at this point. It's hot. Damn hot, real hot. Hot of this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crash pot cooking. How, how would it be offensive? It's just, it's just. Have Robin you seen Williams. the movie? Yeah, I know a ton about. Well, I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> Everybody loves Robin Williams. She could probably do something in. Hey, I know a ton about Robin Williams. All I know about Robin Williams is he's saying yeah. good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> good morning, Wait, what's the movie called? It was, it was, uh, it was called, remember. it was called Good Morning Vietnam. You know, when you, they base things on a true story, you got to wonder how, how mm. much they based on it. But yeah. from what I remember, it was a based on the life of a DJ, an American army DJ, mm. Adrian Cronauer, who obviously, like a lot of Americans in Vietnam, 
we're sort of like, what are we doing here kind of yeah. mentality. But he was a DJ on the radio and tried to sort of, I guess, make the best of the situation and, you know, made jokes. He had Again, such a good gig, though. Never go to war. You just sit there. Right. But you're still Vietnam dealing. And- yeah, that's true. But I I think if you're, you know, if you watch the movie, you'll see that he's 100 percent in this situation, realizing like this is a bad situation. Mm. I don't think, you know, I don't think any war situation, you know, when you look at it from a human perspective is, you know, someone who's in war, it's not a great situation. Yeah. He was trying to make the best of, I guess, the bad situation. I The reason uh, I always mix up Full Metal Jacket and oh. Good Morning Vietnam, like I, I randomly keep mixing them up. So <laughs> when people say movies, but yeah. Right. <laughs> so like, it's like, oh, have you seen Good Morning Vietnam? And I was like, oh, that's a clip where they're like, oh, me love you long time. Right. Like that's <laughs> like that would be the very first thought I've have. Like, well, right. no, the second thought I have, the very first thought is good morning, Vietnam. Right. Uh, right. OK, but so yeah. here's here's how you remember it. Good morning, Vietnam. Excellent performance by Robert Williams. Full Metal Jacket, the launch of two life crew's career. Me so horny. Me love you long time. I mean, that's oh. like the, the oh, me so horny sample from that is great. I mean, that's it's yeah. great. And that was the time where like people are like, holy cow, people are starting to sample stuff. Should, yeah. Is that legal? And I mean, uh, that that's can you like say that, that on the radio, too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what radio stations are playing. Oh, mm. me so horny at this point. But I mean, <laughs> I, I guarantee you that if I ever switched the station and that was playing, I would stop on it and laugh hilariously and crank it. But at the same oh, time, yeah. it's a kid. <sighs> That and the Fat Boys. Oh gosh, we could do a whole episode on the Fat Boys of how that w- that's a different subject. But Two Live Crew was like labeled as explicit, and it was yes. like, oh my goodness, this is you know, I'm not sure if we want our children listening to this. As someone from Vietnam, I want to hear your thoughts on Good Morning Vietnam. Well, I can't give you my thoughts. I've never <laughs> seen you it. Haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. <laughs> that was quick. And here's a Winston with his thoughts. Uh, I don't got any. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Back to you, Steve, in the studio. (laughs) Well, uh, Uh, we're going to go to sleep. Yeah, my goodness. uh, Freshman year of high school is where I got one of my first nicknames. Oh, God. My my first, like, great organic nickname. Because a good good nickname, you don't pick yourself. No, no. You don't get to pick your own nickname. And I showed up a scrawny little kid, freshman, yeah. and it was just like a multi-class gym class. So it was not just freshmen in this class. There was juniors <laughs> and seniors. You had to get changed for gym class and I don't wear good clothes. So I had some old vacation shirt of my parents that from the time that they had went to Puerto Rico. <laughs> and since none of the upperclassmen knew who I was or cared who I was, that instantly became my nickname for the rest of the year. Puerto Rico I, or just Rico? Did, it, well, it was Puerto Rico for the longest time. And then they just shortened it to Rico. <laughs> I, still, I still have a good friend. Uh, I haven't so spoken funny. to this guy forever. My, I had a friend, Jesse, that uh, still refers to me as Rico. If I That's so yeah. funny. Love uh, it. If, Rico. If we had more time, uh, I'd, go into, I'd go into the song Rico Suave right now. But that's exactly a, what I was thinking uh, of, too. Do you, you know that song? Rico Suave? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> then I was just like, can I? Can we go from Puerto Rico to Rico and can I swing a Rico Suave? And I went... <laughs> I just looked in the mirror and I went, not a chance. <laughs> not no a way. chance. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. not ever going to happen. I don't so, even wish it. Th- that's amazing that you know that. So for Winston and all the people who don't know what the hell we're yeah. talking about when we reference Rico Suave, in the uh, 90s, I guess, 
suddenly uh, Americans America's pop music is getting more diverse. Hold on. And when, when did you say? 90s or was that late 80s? Okay, no, no. I thought you said 70s. It is 1990. Rico Suave. 1990. There we go. Rico by Suave. Gerardo. By Gerardo. Yes. So suddenly there's this, it's like rap but it's also like vanilla ice brand rap. It's oh like God. it's like when that's it, vanilla ice is penetrating the landscape and all the white people suddenly <laughs> are into rap music and hip hop. Gerardo had this song called Rico Suave where he looks like he's you just have to google Gerardo. Winston jo Google Gerardo Rico Suave to see what this guy looks like. To be fair, he's Ecuadorian. <laughs> he's not an American. So you got to give him he's like international, you give him some leeway, but well, that's what I mean. It's this crossover hit where he, he's like rapping and then he'll do a verse in Spanish. But the whole chorus was like, Rico. Suave. Rico. Suave. And, and suddenly. He had the long hair with the bandana. Yeah, he's like, he's like the Ecuadorian version of Fabio. It's like. That's hilarious. It, it, and this was a thing. And suddenly this song was everywhere. This really bad rap ish like song and people were yeah singing everybody know from that era who heard it knows rico suave and yeah, not me for sure not you but like for his you didn't his... know who two live crew was so i don't <laughs> expect you to know who gerardo is gerardo's 15 minutes in the sun made him super cool yes like he was he was cool for a moment a moment yeah i hope he invested well I mean, probably, we could a, str a, str a string of you can probably a string assume of, no. Yeah. Um, Red said Fred, is he still making money off I'm Too uh, Sexy? Okay, Winston. Oh, God. Do you know the song I'm Too Sexy? I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And I am too sexy for Milan. Too sexy for Milan. I know I'm sexy and I know it. I should. No, no, no. Oh, no, I do know that song. Now that's okay. totally singing. I do know okay. it, yeah. See, I thought that would be like the Two Live Crew. Like, if you know who I'm Too Sexy, it, you know, if you know that song, then you would also know Me So Horny by Two Live Crew. But no, See, I've, it's, given, I've it's given up layers on layers of clothing. Gerardo, <laughs> not wearing a shirt, but wearing a red blazer. Right said Fred, mesh tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, totally non sequitur. I, uh, I, I met Carrot Top one time in a club in Orlando. He was wearing a mesh tank top, a mesh oh, half shirt. It was a mesh shirt, but it was it was a mesh half shirt. He's and weird because he he's freaking jacked now. He yes, he was definitely he looks like if you said something wrong to him, he'd punch yeah. your head off your shoulders. Yeah, but he's like four foot five. So he probably hits you in the midsection. He's yeah. Not... Get him an well, apple I... box and he'll punch your head off your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was very it was one of those weird, surreal experiences because I'd seen him on stand up routines. And, then, you know, he had he had a moment where he was the Dane Cook of his era <laughs> where he was like cool for a minute everybody loved him and then suddenly he was like cheesy he used a lot of props in his comedy but he was a nice guy who wore a mesh tank top got winston carrot top no winston has no idea who carrot no, top is I have no idea. Like, we've, we've lost him a while back there was a big trend in the u.s where rolled ice cream was a thing r-o-l-l roll ice cream roll gotcha yeah like a roll because that's what it is. You roll it up. That's right. Dog. You, you don't get a scoop of ice cream. You get a roll of ice cream. Yeah. Rebranded. And for whatever reason, people think that you're getting a better deal out of that. It is. It's rebranded <laughs> ice cream, man. That shit's yeah. fire. fire. <laughs> I'm not um, sure. And so 
I remember working there when I was 16. This place had just opened up. It was it was almost like a fad at the time. Like people were saying it was going to be the new boba tea. Everybody was going to be eating <laughs> it. So, you know, I got a job working there and the, the job stinks. And, you know, like they're the overworking 16, 17 year olds. And they're just like, well, if you work real well, you might get an ice cream with your name on it and we'll put it on the menu. <laughs> and it's just like, really? <laughs> yeah. Geez, thanks. Is man. your name like, Ben or Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so, the promotion if your name is ben or Jerry. exactly um, this is in america yeah. this is here in, in this is atlanta. in the u.s yeah okay. here in atlanta and so they they tell us they're like yeah you gotta get real good at chopping up the ice cream so they'll give you like these two metal spatula and you just gotta slam the cream on like this like ice <laughs> tray slam the cream it's insane that's an insane statement to say <laughs> That's that's um, been recorded for you. Yeah, that's a soundbite. Di- digital footprint. Hopefully, hopefully, um, Winston doesn't ever run for office. <laughs> that, you know, that could be my campaign. Um, I'm gonna slam the cream. Yeah, we're gonna sl- my fellow Americans, we will slam the cream into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm sorry. So, okay, so so the the way that the ice cream work is you 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 stand in front of this freeze tray, and then you pull you pour cream over the you pour the cream over the tray. <laughs> this doesn't then, get better. Keep going, though. Yeah, and so and then you have your metal spatula, and you're supposed to scrape it. Unless you're scraping the cream together, you then put toppings on it. So that could be like over here. <laughs> Pardon me. So that could be like that could be like candy, cookies, syrup, fruits, whatever it is that you pick before you get to the station. And so my job here is to just slam it and just chop it up. And then as the cream started freezing, it then becomes ice cream. And so you spread it all over the little ice tray or the freeze tray and then you roll it up. The job is like, I guess it's cool, but as a 16 year old, that's a lot of like manual labor, <laughs> right? Fully. And so, <clears throat> Gen Z in a nutshell. Yeah. It was like, it was like, I was getting an arm workout four days a week, <laughs> you know, for eight hours straight. It was, it was whatever. And if it's like, if it's downtime and there's no customer because who the hell is eating ice cream in the winter, right? You would then <laughs> go in the back, either A, you're washing the dishes because they wouldn't hire a dishwasher. Or B, you're mixing up the cream, or C, you're doing both things at once. So it's like, oh, <laughs> at yeah, the same finished... time? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't think they would let us do that. But it's like, hey, finish washing all these dishes and then mix the cream from the machine in the back. <laughs> who's making the cream? Is there like a cream master? Is there? Is there? Someone yeah, it's so who's... funny you said that. That's the title of the guy that make the cream. Cream master. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's like it's like. I would I would report to my manager. Hey, we ran out of the black sesame cream. Yeah, just go see Kevin, the cream master. It's just like, why couldn't you just call him Kevin? Because he's a cream master. You got to you got to attach it every time you say it. And so it's like it's like, hey, Kevin, we're out of the black sesame. Where's my title, kid? You're like, oh, my fault. Hey, Kevin, cream master, sir. Where's the black sesame? Master Kevin. <laughs> hey man, if, if I'm making beer, I would like to be referred to as the brewmaster. So I suppose I don't. Yeah, but Kevin the brewmaster his... and the cream master is two very separate things. Like brewmaster like... sounds like there's work involved. Cream master, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. There's what well, is work involved. Be involved. Yeah, you just don't know what kind of work it is. <laughs> it goes on behind closed doors. That's all I know. <laughs> it's behind the beat of curds. <laughs> Porn industry. <laughs> there you go. 
Hey, hey. OnlyFans is doing nothing for physical media, I suppose, at this point. I think physical media is dying out. I don't think anybody is like yeah, no. deliberately going to buy porn DVD anymore in this day and age. <laughs> Give you that. <laughs> you probably get those weird black plastic bag and you walk out of the store. Everybody just know what you have in it. <laughs> well, there used to be there used to be theaters. Before? You used to go. Uh, listen, you want to know why uh, Paul Rubin, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, got himself in trouble? Oh. That's why. Oh. It used to it used to go to a theater and a bunch of dudes would sit in the same room and watch stuff. Oh, Tony, oh. Tony we have to oh. stop here. Do you know who Pee Wee Herman is? Uh, yeah. OK. OK, yeah. okay good. Because that doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Good call. Fre- yeah. Fred Willard. <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah. Also mm-hmm. similarly got busted for said activity. Who's Fred Willard? You'd recognize him if you saw him. Yeah. Have you seen uh-huh. Best in Show? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Okay. Have you seen Modern Family? Yes. Have you seen Phil Dunphy's dad on Modern Family? Yes. Okay, Fred Willard. That's oh, Fred okay. Willard. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fred Willard's. Yeah, he's he was a, a comedy legend. In his later years, got caught in some theater. Um, and and I, I remember seeing the news stories. I believe Pornhub capitalized on it and yeah. were, were offering him free platinum subscriptions That's to hilarious. the to their website, so he wouldn't have to visit <laughs> said theaters. Which, That's to be funny. fair, the, the the poor guy is just like, if that's where you're going, what do you expect everybody's doing in there? You know, <laughs> it was a it was a theater room. Like, like are oh, we talking dear, like a Tony, movie theater room? You you first yeah. into weird territory. I'm not okay. sure if the podcast is ready to go into this territory. <laughs> oh, we're labeled properly on all of our platforms. Don't worry. <laughs> all I was talking about the beaded curtain rooms. That's but, all. Listen, I was you brought it up. <laughs> but my, hold on, I hold did. on. But, but I'm just thinking back about Pee Wee Herman situation. <laughs> in their jacket off and they're like hey is that peewee herman <laughs> you know what gave it away uh, it, it was it was him over in the corner going <laughs> you can't you can't do that during one of those movies <laughs> he came in with his gray suit laughing like peewee <laughs> he rode his red bike there <laughs> And it was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I believe it was. <laughs> oh, God. That's oh. hilarious. A very, very different movie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We veered off into weird territory. Oh, so I have to ask, how do you know who Pee Wee Herman is, but you've never seen Forrest Gump? I mean, I, I don't know. That's, uh, you know, I just see... I see Pee Wee Herman on the internet with that gray suit and red bow tie all the time. And I think I went down a rabbit hole about it. Uh, But you didn't end up in that corner where Tony and I are talking about. Part of my soul does is is very glad that that Pee Wee has that cultural significance, at least. (laughs) I loved Pee Wee's Playhouse. I was going to say Pee Wee's Playhouse. It's hard to say any of these things now after Winston's comments. (laughs) And after after some bourbon. (laughs) Right. Right. Which which mind you. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. He had a uh, he had a television show, uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, and it was freaking hilarious. Yeah. I was probably in the junior high, uh, the same same years like that Weird Al Yankovic really hits. Not that I want to talk about Weird Al, but just, you know, we get Pee-, Pee-, Pee Wee Herman to Weird Al seems seems like a logical, logical dot connection. That's where uh, Lawrence Fishburne sort of rose in popularity. Yes. He was, he was Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> yes. Larry Fishburne. 
showed up on Pee Wee's as Playhouse. a regular. Oh, really? Yes. Pee Wee Herman. Let's see. I'm, I gotta look. Oh wow! Yeah, sure enough, he got a cowboy hat on and everything. That's pretty cool. Before he was Morpheus, he was Cowboy Curtis. So everybody's got to get their start somewhere. What a great right. show! Cowboy Curtis, Michivon, Zombie. <laughs> Jambi was a head in a box. Make a lick a high, make a honey, make a honey ho. ho. How do you know this? Did you ever watch this or were you? Too oh, young? I watched a ton of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay. If we ever decide to be a rewatch podcast, I totally want to do Pee Wee's Playhouse. You, Tony, t- me watching it because I'm certain the word of the day. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> good screaming, everybody. Okay. Oh, good. Winston's laughing. I, I've got two stories about the word of the day. Again, we're so off topic now, but I just have to tell you this because this is a hilarious story that's happened to me. So Winston, at the beginning of the show, uh-huh. Pee Wee would look at the camera. A lot of a lot of breaking the uh, what is it? breaking wall. the fourth. Thank you, film yeah. major. Uh-huh. Breaking the fourth wall. Pee Wee would look right at the camera and be like, "Today's secret word or word of the day." Oh, th- don't don't ruin the whole lore here, Brian. He had he had magic screen and he had the robot that would come out. I know. And he, I'm just the talking robot about the would word of out. the day. <laughs> Yeah, but it wasn't just, it didn't come out of thin air. <laughs> you, gotta program, you gotta program the robot. He spits out the word of the day. Okay, sorry. Yeah. The robot spits out the word of the day on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee uh, then tear the little receipt off the robot's mm-hmm. body and <laughs> sit and look at the word of the day and then lean into the camera and say, the word of the day is quiet. The word of the day is quiet. So when anybody says the magic word, Scream real loud. Scream as loud as you can. Right. So they'd introduce that at the beginning of the show. So if if we run out of topics of me asking Winston what the latest slang <laughs> word means or the latest trends of me trying to under, understand this younger generation, we yeah. can always do a Pee Wee's Playhouse rewatch program. I'm cool with it. That'll be that'll be something to do, right? <laughs> um, Winston be like, I don't know what the hell these guys are doing, but yeah, no, I'm super this, confused this, this about. Tra- <laughs> about Pee Wee Playhouse, because what was the demographics here? Like, what it was, was a kid's story? show, and it was uh, just him as the Pee Wee character, and he'd have friends over to this like clubhouse that he had, and it was very nineties <laughs> looking. There's no way you can explain this without it sounding and weird. I know it's listen. Telling, me and Winston we're... watch anime, so we understand how. <laughs> okay, okay, that's true. So Pee Wee, okay. Pee Wee has his zany house, uh, and he'd had he'd have all these crazy characters over, and he had like. Cherry, it was a talking chair, yeah. and he had Terry, the pterodactyl, and Jombie was <laughs> the genie was that head, lived in the box a, there. Yeah, floating head in the box. And he would just, he would go and do zany things, and he'd maybe do an art and you know, arts and crafts thing, you know? Yeah. And he had a, he, before tablets, he had a screen on wheels that wheeled around yes. called Magic Screen, and he would CGI jump into Magic Screen and do things. Be like, connect the dots. <laughs> and, you know, it was just like he was connecting dots and he makes something. He's like, it's an airplane. And then he'd jump into the CG airplane and fly around. Man, <laughs> you know, it was it was like an acid trip for kids without having to do drugs. It was weird. It was but totally weird. It was the late 80s, early 90s when the show aired. Yeah. And it was just like, this is normal. Yeah, this is fine. We'll let kids watch this. That's all right. It was five seasons started in 86, ran till 91. I suppose it's appropriate. We went from the beaded curtain parts of Blockbuster or of red video rental stores to Pee Wee's Playhouse. I suppose if we can connect the dots, la 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 la. There we go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Every generation has slang. Yeah. There's some that I'm just like, I don't get. 
the one we talked about the other day when you see you reference sneaky links. Oh yes, yeah, I'm like, links. Yeah. what is what is sneaky links? What does that mean? Like, uh, I I don't know. There is definitely a little bit of sadness as a Gen Xer of like, <laughs> let me Google this and see what the hell this means and see what these yeah. kids are talking about. But yeah, sneaky links. I- well, we can't we can't breathe past it. Somebody's got to give an explanation. So what sneaky links? <laughs> okay, okay, so okay, so wait. We so can't continue to say it and then not explain it. Tony's going. Tell me what it means. I, I okay, so you you don't know either, Tony, right? No. So okay. somebody tell me what it means. Okay, so I'll, I'll say what it means. Uh, so sneaky link is essentially just hooking up with somebody without somebody else knowing about it like or letting other people know that you're exclusively hooking up with a booty call on the dl yeah yeah although you can't use dl anymore yeah because dl stand for something else yeah yeah like i found that out because that's my generation granted it wasn't always used but it'd be like keep that on the dl yeah we don't say dl we just say low-key instead oh okay Yeah. yeah so it's like oh yeah i'm hooking up with this person but it's like it's low key you know yeah but, yeah but yeah so sneaky link is like oh this you know it's a booty call it's late at night but you're like hey come on through to everything that's a sneaky link come on through does anybody yeah. still use booty call yeah old people does <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't th- i don't think our generation say it it just feels okay. vulgar i don't know like it's like ugh, booty call it was, what was this about it's so crass yeah, so, <laughs> sneaky right. link is a, in an updated booty call i guess booty call on the dl is what it's, they, they they've they've economized it and made it shorter so that yeah. you're you're like using two words and condensing it into one phrase that connotes the the, the same thing but yeah, right. so yeah, so that's what a sneaky link is. Man, we've uh, gone off the rails. There were there were several things I wanted to bring up, but we we have so derailed at this point. Oh, tramp stamps, oh, tramp stamps right. and yeah. cars. That's what yeah, we're sort of right. getting back to. We, we can end on we can end on tramp stamp. That's right. Let's get let's go there. <laughs> no, Winston and I were were unofficially chronicling the evolution of the tram, <laughs> tram stamp stamps, or yeah. the tram stamp from sexy uh, tattoo adornment to its you know negative connotation of like trashy behaviors. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So I was recalling the rise of the tram stamp prior to the moniker tram stamp of when it was still looked at like, dang, check that out. This is this probably dovetails into. <laughs> dovetails into whale well tails. tails. <laughs> <laughs> dovetails into whale tails. That's fantastic. Uh, but we were trying to place the chronology of when young Winston <laughs> was watching cars as yeah. a youth. When you saw that joke. Okay, so all right. Okay. Explaining to a wider audience, if you haven't seen the animated Disney Pixar movie Cars, there's a a point where the Porsche, right? The She's Sally, a Porsche. Sally the Porsche. Uh-huh. Sally the Porsche makes a turn and what? Lightning McQueen notices was behind she has... her. She had a tramp stamp. You know, she's she's one of those type of women. I don't, I don't know. And, Let me... We were talking about this and I was like, when did Cars come out? 2003, right? And I was like, Seven. I think 2007. So that's even farther. So we were trying. I was trying to chronicle the tram stamp of when I started seeing it, when when I started seeing people have it before it got that negative connotation. I had figured uh, 97, 98 is when you started. Oh, OK, it. hold on. So there is a joke. I want to I want to share my screen again, Tony. Uh, this Winston real life. But we it, can put see the each other, but we do. The folks at home can't see. Hey, do I spot a little pinstriping tattoo back there? Oh, <laughs> that's just. Oh, 
Oh, you saw that? Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna be going. Gonna... Pinstriping tattoos, whatever that means. So that was the the joke. Okay, uh, so as a kid, you probably didn't get that. No, I, I still don't get it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's an saying illusion. Tramp to the stamp fact. without yeah. saying tramp stamp. Exactly. Oh, oh okay. okay. So 2007, young Winston was eight years old. So of course he wouldn't get that. Yeah. So by then, by 2007, you had had the passing of. Paris Hilton. What was the show that Paris Hilton and Ly uh, Lionel Richie's daughter Nicole Richie had? Blank stairs. Didn't yeah, didn't Crickets. watch that one. Couldn't tell you. Producer Tony's going to look up the Nicole Richie Paris Hilton show from the early aughts. Does anybody really call it the aughts in conversation, uh, or is that just how it's referred to in articles? No, I think so. I think that's the, the general aughts. term. Yeah. The simple life. The simple life. So in the early aughts, Paris Hilton, and if you don't know who Paris Hilton is, I suppose you could Google that. And Lionel Richie. had a Richie's really good movie out. It's One Night in Paris. <laughs> it's, uh, and that's, it's on the shelf next to yeah. Debbie Does Dallas. And, and, uh, and, Naughty uh, Nurse Volume 3. Right yeah. And, and, volume and 3 a, through 48. Yeah. And I, I, oh, well, I, I did Kim Kardashian's tape have a name? I don't know. Yeah, the comeback story. <laughs> that was her that was her origin story if anything this is this is where my wife would say we go into it our podcast has become too penisy <laughs> what is the, did they have a real the real name uh, that one this is the, going on my search paris history one? too keep talking I'll the paris hilton one yes that's actually what it was called a kim kardashian one it was just a ray j tape is i think what's what it was called okay yeah jeez man we <laughs> Anyway, back Disney, to the TV show. Disney movies, the celebrity sex tapes. How about yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paris Hilton had a show with Lionel Richie, daughter Sophia Richie. I believe she made that. Sophia Richie. No, it was Nicole Richie. I believe. I don't know if Paris has a, a tram stamp, but I believe, believe by that era, they they were they were indeed they were popular. Given, maybe that's when they 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 rose to prominence and then then given the derogatory term, right. Perhaps, yeah. but but right. in 2007 they make that very very thinly veiled joke about it, so the kids wouldn't get it, but the parents would get it in the Cars movie. Yeah, which circling it all back is Winston's mm. comfort film as a child. We've just right, but we've what, just defiled his the, his comfort memory but, as a child. But the reason why the conversation came up was I oh, don't right. I don't yeah I don't understand the idea of tramp stamp. I just think it's weird. Like it's kind of trashy. It's absolutely trashy. Oh, yeah. And yes, that, yeah. that's that's what the conversation was. Again, old guy explaining to him at one point it wasn't called that and it was not viewed trashy. Ah. But then it then it, just like anything, uh, you know, just like I, I feel that the uh, the meaningful quote of, you know, in some like really cursive font on some girl's rib cage. Those are going to be the tram stamps of the later of era the, mm, mm -hmm, of the right. what millennials. Is that a millennial thing? I don't know. Yeah. It's also yeah. Gen Z. A lot of Gen Z kids I know have tattoos here on their. Yeah. That's, and it's some yeah. quote, right? Some quote that sums up their philosophy on life. In addition to the tramp stamp, what I also found amusing and was derided online was the uh, either Chinese, some some sort of Asian Chinese writing. Chinese letters, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you it's know, like, what does that even say? I don't yeah. know. Oh, uh, you know, it could yeah. be like chicken noodles. with rice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of people found that they were the they were orders soup. off Chinese <laughs> menus. Yes, that was that was I, sort of tandem with the tramp stamp. Like as those, I'm like, yeah, fun. that's totally cool. But I have I have no connection to Asian culture. Why you, would I put an Asian character on my body? That's can you, super cool. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the Chinese guy having an English word on, a tattoo on him? Yeah, 
It's like yeah, well, it's like the uh, <laughs> well, it's what? like the English T-shirts that you find pictures of online from poorly translated. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, then yeah, they're yeah, so yeah. bad. They're great, I love them. <laughs> but I feel like uh, this is all in line too. I would uh, add a third here, which is the tribal arm tattoo. Oh, oh super nineties, yeah. mm-hmm. super nineties. You get you I'm get a, one of those in a puka shell necklace, man. That's asking for trouble now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but my millennial spokesperson Tony mm-hmm. tattoos. No tattoos, None? actually. No. Okay. And Winston, I'm pretty sure you don't have a tattoo, right? Yeah, I have a tramp stamp, actually. <laughs> Said bite me. <laughs> he doesn't understand why it's trashy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, that's why, why he's confused. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how it frames my backside so nicely. <laughs> you never realize what's going to be like a, a snapshot of, of that time 100%, and that is yeah. a snapshot of that time 100%. So, yes. Yep. Tramp stamps and tribal arm tattoos. Like, like what? Why are you from the Zulu Nation? Why do you need a tribal tattoo? <laughs> You're a white guy say. from Indiana. I was yeah, going to say there's only two types of dudes that get the tribal tattoo. One, they're a white guy. Or yep. two, he's Samoan. It's always yep. just those two. <laughs> it's either or. <laughs> Incidentally, had a Hawaiian friend when I worked there um, who had a tribal tattoo, but it did seem a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. made a little bit more sense, right? Yeah, like the, exactly. Like I see an Asian guy with an Asian character on his neck. I'm not going to question it. I'm not going to think mm. that means Kung Pao, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You see Asian guys with tattoos. That's usually... He's a gang member. Usually yeah, not he's, good. He's, yeah. he's Yakuza. <laughs> not, not good news. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, the whole the whole tie-in was that at that point, tribal armbands and tramp stamps were looked at as cool, probably um, mainly by white people. But, but still yeah. at the time, it seemed like, like, okay, that's, that's totally cool. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Right. And, and then at some point where Paris Hilton, that's, I guess the tie into Paris Hilton. God, I got to learn how to tell stories in order. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Quentin Tarantino here with my story. <laughs> oh, that's right. And so that's why Winston doesn't have a tramp stamp. Yeah. That's it. So I've got two things that uh, that I want to talk to the Gen Z about. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony, you maybe know this. First one is I'm reading an article this morning and I always click on these articles just because of what we talk about. And now there's articles about how the generations interact and Gen Z entering the workforce. And this one was about Gen Z is bringing new slang terms to the workforce. And it, and it referenced a couple of them about how the, the whole thing was about how Gen Z is entering the workforce and getting less formal. Everybody's I, a lot less formal. But I, I, I can't wait for that to be like a full thing. Like people my age become like more manager position where we're like older <laughs> and stuff. And it's just like very informal the whole time. And it's just like, imagine if uh, I write out an email and I just like ended with dead ass. <laughs> I'm dead ass about it. Slay. Yeah, slay. Good job, slay. The report on fleek. (laughs) Nobody says that anymore, do they? they don't, no. That was 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 awful, yeah. (laughs) So so they they were saying things like slay, and I can't even remember what the other one was, but there was a word that I saw that I've never heard, and Mm. I don't know, I couldn't even venture a guess at what the heck it means. Nar? N-A-U-R? Oh, it's, no. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> it's just making fun of Australians. <laughs> oh, no. So it's like, yeah. oh, no, but with the yeah. voice. But now put yeah. in, in text. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. no. That one's one of my favorite. I've been using that one a lot. <laughs> Um, okay that's okay that that, that just answers my question crapping on an entire country yeah 
Just <laughs> a whole, almost an entire continent. Just going, yeah. oh no, yeah. And it's, I think, um, we loved Australians. I think that one. Oh, we do, from... and that's why we make fun of them. That's facts. I think, but I think the Onar thing like became popular from that. Um, I think there's a TV show. It's an Australian TV show where these girls are mermaids, and one of one. Of I them... actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. not because I'm a perv, but because oh, I had right. daughters who watched that that mermaid show, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. and and that's that's how it gotten so popular because <laughs> in the show there's a they always say Onar oh, Clear Nar like Clear Clear. <laughs> Or nar, yeah, and I think that's how it became like a thing, uh, a, a thing, yeah. And then um, people just use it on a daily basis now. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently the Gen Z is bringing it to the workforce, according yeah. to this article by Business Insider. <laughs> it's it's that, and I think yikes, yikes is a big one. I like it's, yikes. How yeah. many people have said yikes? That's that's not. I mean, I suppose using I, people said it more. I don't. Yeah, I don't but you don't use it at work. Like that's not formal work talk. You can't just be like, oh no, I missed a deadline. Yikes! Yikes! You know? <laughs> it's just like, I, yeah, I'm waiting for someone to go. Hey, can you get that TPS report for me by the end of the day? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> not gonna or, happen. Yikes! Yeah. Or yikes. here it is. Slay. <laughs> Birthday weekend. Birthday so that's great. boy. Yes, yeah. that is me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Turning the big two four. Tomorrow, Winston will be running around in his birthday suit. <laughs> no? Uh, no, I try to not. I try not to. I don't want to end up on a list for my birthday. Streaking. Um, Have we talked about streaking? I know you I, and I did. We talked about streaking a while ago. I was just, getting, what a, right what a way to start. <laughs> well, if Winston's going streaking for his birthday, I just. It you know the the funny thing that was one of the things Winston came in that cracked me up and said, "Well, what's the deal with streaking?" Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah, back when everybody used to run around butt naked. Yes, that's that's what. No, but ask me you, about. You're forgetting the context of it. I was like, is it a sexual gratification thing, <laughs> or is it like like is it a kink type of thing? It's like it is. It is not. It's it's people see now everything everything focuses on that. But no, yeah. back in the day, it's, in case you're asking, it's a Wednesday. That was back in the day. Yes, yes. <laughs> always a Wednesday. But yeah, people, I, I, I think I remember hearing about it and seeing it on like sports games. Yeah. People would just mm -hmm. jump in and run naked across the field and it would just get people's attention, especially in America. As I suppose it's shocking to see somebody running down the street without any clothes on. In no way has it ever been, or at least has, when people go streaking, streaking, has it been, been you know. A sexual thing. It was oh. sh shock value only. <laughs> but I did have to clarify that I'm like, I grew up in the 80s. I mean, I was born in the 70s and I think more streaking took place in the 70s, but occasionally in the 80s. But I, I thought that was hilarious that Winston came in and asked me about <laughs> streaking as if I knew I was just going to let it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happened all the time. <laughs> you couldn't go outside without seeing a naked person run past your <laughs> Because, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like within the last 10, 20 years, I don't think we have ever seen anyone streak. Maybe they've gotten better at making sure we don't. I mean, yeah, most live things are recorded on a slight delay. So yeah, that's true. Cut well, away from those. Not right. too long ago, they had something that that reminded me of streaking, where it was that dude. It was a it was a football game, and that guy ran on the field, and he had like a smoke bomb, and it was oh, a yeah. football game, right? And that football player like deck this dude. <laughs> that was to draw attention to some animal rights uh, issue. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, in this day and age, everybody is so 
on heightened alert and for good reason. But yeah, this guy's running down on the football field with a smoke bomb in his hand. You have no idea what that is, but I just love the fact that the football player like decked this dude and like <laughs> laid him out. He was like, you know, he was some like 120 pound guy running down the field and this big linebacker or whatever, like took him out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. That's the other fear, right? It's like, not only are you getting decked, but you're all like, you're going to end up on the list or something. I well, just... I think, well, yeah, I think that's the point, though. I think the idea because you get arrested. Right. And I think that's the thing, though, by by doing that, you get it. You you have that one shot in the news cycle of what you're trying to promote or whatever. Right. That's fair. If you're willing to do that, you then wear that arrest as like a badge of honor. I mean. Yeah, oh. like you did it for the cause. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you can only hashtag so many things on Twitter. You know, you know, as a, as an activist, you know, yeah, like we gotta take it to the next level. Yeah. Steve, take your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> get on that field. <laughs> I don't even think Steve he didn't he didn't do it though. See, he might have got you know people. Here's the thing: a guy running down the field with a smoke bomb is a lot more threatening than somebody running out with no clothes on. You know, this, if this dude ran down this, you know, ran down the sidelines with no clothes on with his business flopping in the wind, people would have yeah. been like, oh, that was hilarious. He's like, no, man, I got a smoke bomb and I got decked because animals are being hurt. You know, uh, not, that I, not that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all for animal rights and whatnot, but yeah, that's, I don't, I'm not sure that that's the best way to go about getting the message out. Right? Is, the, is the natural next step just the combination? Of where they're butt naked and there's a message. Smoke bombs? Yeah, just naked smoke bombs. Is that what we're, that what we're gonna? Is that no, what we're seeing next? No Are we message on the trend. Uh, there we go. If I it do. happens, then if it happens, you've heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm paying attention, but yeah, I don't know who's willing to do that because they, you know, they got to have the one guy. That's maybe one of our fans it. will do it. Whoever's <laughs> listening, maybe maybe we just gave them an idea. We're yeah. gonna see it on the news, and it's gonna be hashtag X Nigerian <laughs> streaker runs through streets, you know, to alert yeah. to climate change or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> I have a I have a gym class follow up from last oh, episode. God. Tony went to therapy and resurfaced Think, some old feelings. <laughs> thing, yeah, I, things that I was reminded of by um, family that reminded me of things. Um, one of them was a another game that we played called Flicker Ball. Oh God, what is that? That was is a variation of dodgeball. And uh, nope, it was like playing basketball, but again, you couldn't move once you had a the ball that you were used for this game once it was in your hand you couldn't move the only way you can move the ball is by throwing it no oh, yeah yeah i don't know that we called it but the ball, I ball that, that you though. used it was basketball but you used a football oh no we didn't do and that then you had to shoot the football into the basketball hoop to score oh god that's tough yeah it was yeah very very interesting intense game Man, the the PE in the, uh, Pennsylvania was was definitely the PE and PA was a little <laughs> bit different say, yeah. than the rest of the world. There you go. Um, yeah, <laughs> average day in PE and PA is just like, all right, kids, we're doing squid game today. Uh, <laughs> you some of you might die. <laughs> Not all of you will make it. Exactly. Um, my brother did remind me the um, the story about the the middle school gym teacher with the glass eye. Oh God. <laughs> He filled me in on the rest of the rumor that I had forgotten, which was I can't, I can't imagine you, this is good. <laughs> if you hit him with, say, a basketball and then rolled a marble across the floor, he would chase it. <laughs> what? Because he what? thought it was his, his <laughs> eye. Oh, it's a combo. You <laughs> oh, and then he this reminded me of said prank. gym teacher's name. And this is only going to be funny to Brian. His name 
was Mr. Bills. <laughs> oh no! Why is Mr. that funny? Bills, so <laughs> there was a. I think they were just shorts. They were claymation, claymation. shorts oh, of yeah. this little clay man called Mr. Bill, and kind of looked like a weird every, clown. <laughs> every single short he got smashed or killed or run over in some way. And that was the catchphrase of the thing was you go, Oh no, Mr. Bill. <laughs> right. Where did I need I need a history lesson on Mr. Bill. Was this like a, like, was this a Saturday night live thing? Um, yes. got it start on Saturday night live. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was like crude claymation, but yeah, the whole thing was like, this is, you know, it's, it's done in the style of like a kid's show where you have this lo- lovable clown looking guy, but at the end of every episode, Mr. Bill gets smashed and, and squished out on the floor. Apparently so, so, Mr- do his, so does his dog spot. Oh, yes. God. Right. So, so gym teacher, glass eye gym teacher was named Mr. Bill's. Yes. Oh my gosh. And they, Which, and they again, immediately made me laugh. Remember yeah. <laughs> they're tortured. This poor man. The rolling of the what's it called is what kills me. The marbles, yeah, marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's a, a unnecessary sidebar. So, uh, there used to be this pawn shop by uh, an old place that I worked, and uh, a friend of mine would and I would go in there often at lunch because you could find DVDs for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. You'd go in there and be like, "Hey, man, here's the first, you know, three Godfather movies," and they, you know, you could get you could find a lot of good, you know, people pawning things need money. So you yeah. were getting, you could get a lot of good DVDs for cheap. So we would go in there often if we were running out for lunch. One point we're in there talking to the guy and I don't even know what we were talking about, but the guy behind the counter decides to mention that somebody came in and pawned their glass eye at one oh, point. <laughs> Again, I wish I remember the story, but I think the, the, the takeaway was like, we're like, well, what did you do with it? Did you sell it? He's like, no, we put it in the concrete outside. And I kid you not, as you're walking up to the pawn shop on the like the little there's like a little brick planter that like kind of walked, you know, along the, the, the sidewalk there. And in the brick planter, there was a freaking glass eye in the side in the concrete. Right That's there. Insane. Very, very. That's nuts. Fairly obscured, but like once you knew it was there, you couldn't not see it. So, like, right. you know, when we left, of course, we walked out and we're like, oh my gosh, there's totally a glass eye in here. Like just sitting there right there staring at you. So, every that's time I creepy. think, that's like, yeah, that's what I think of glass eyes. That's the, the, I think, only time I've seen a glass eye, an actual glass eye, you know? It was, yeah. I mean, it looked like a real eyeball. And that's why yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a glass eye before. I mean, I've never met any blind person, no eye person. Well, if we want to head up to Alpharetta or Roswell, I believe I could probably find the building that it is. <laughs> no. It's it's still up there. I, gonna... I thought you're like, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll introduce you. <laughs> he works... yeah, I was like, where is this story going? Yeah. He was real hard and the eyeball will come out if you want to see it. <laughs> yeah. He works for the circus on the off season, but <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know anyone currently with glass eyes, but oh, I, I, I do know an, a structure up north that has one. <laughs> <laughs> Gym class update with Tony. <laughs> this segment is going to be called Questions oh. from Tony's Dad. Questions from Tony's Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need some like, All uh, right, we're working like on that. hair metal. That, that was the demo right there. And I guess this is directed at Winston. Oh. Um, what is the real name of Marky Mark? And what was the name of his music group? Oh, I love this question. I love... <laughs> Marky Mark. Marky oh, Mark. This is that's so Mark Wahlberg, right? Oh, it wow. is Mark Wahlberg. Nice. Yeah. And what and was the, the name of his group? It's the Wahlburgers. No, no. Marky Mark and the Wahlburgers. <laughs> um, Good vibrations. The no, Marky no. Mark and the 
Wahlberg's Funky Bunch. I would, I would never guess that. Oh Marky, wow, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Good Vibrations <laughs> is their famous song. Oh, that was that's, <laughs> a great wanna, that's your homework just, for this hold week. On, hold there on, we go. hold Add on. I just want to say this. Tony goes, yeah. This question is totally towards Winston. Who is Marky Mark? You know Mark Wahlberg, punch a Vietnamese guy, right? <laughs> Listen, you had half of the question. I'm, I'm rather impressed. <laughs> he punched a Vietnamese guy? Yes, he punched a Vietnamese guy when he was like he 19. It was like, you. if you look him up, if you look up Mark Wahlberg on the internet, there's a section in Wikipedia that just said hate crimes. I'm not even joking. This guy just hate Vietnamese guys. <laughs> <laughs> which means which means you should absolutely know the name of his group. Yeah, so I can run away from him, right? right. <laughs> oh and the real gosh. answer should have been Marky Mark and the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I humor about these things. He apparently... Uh, hold on. I'm, I just typed this <laughs> into Google, like, and this like, is I a lot worse than what we thought. Uh, we didn't think at all. We didn't know about it. <laughs> Apparently, he thought he blinded the dude. Yeah, it was bad. Like, he punched what? the shit out of the dude. Why did yeah. he... Po- okay, why was he assaulting a, a Vietnamese fella? Just because. It was like... It was just a hate crime. There was no reason to it. Uh, That's why what he, he said... said. The, the Vietnamese guy said in an interview that Mark Wahlberg <laughs> was not responsible for his lost eye. So he didn't just... He didn't just go blind. He lost his eye. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy because Mark Wahlberg quote, I was not blinded by Mark Wahlberg. He did hurt me, but my left eye was already gone. He was not responsible for that. He was young and restless, but I forgive him now. Oh, and- I decided to be a pirate long before before my <laughs> oh run in with him. Oh, my gosh. I, was, uh, I didn't think I I had no idea uh, before I asked this question. That's, well, that's why weird. I thought it was so funny. Well, Tony's dad. Little did you know you stirred up the hornet's nest with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, moving on. Jesus. Okay, so Napster obviously was long gone by the time you were in the downloading game. Yes? What's Napster? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Maybe I'm are you kidding me? Here. No, What's are you serious? I'm serious. Oh my I don't gosh. Know it oh. could just be me. It could just be me, but I, I, I have zero idea what Napster is. Okay, what if I say LimeWire? Does that mean okay, there's... I know okay, there were, there That was lot, mine. I was going to say there are a lot of memes dedicated to LimeWire and its effective uh, virus downloading for your computer. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so wow, you don't know what Napster is. Okay, so back in the day... This kid created Napster, which allowed people to connect to other people's computers, right? And download songs. It was so kind of, it was like, peer, right? yes. it's, it's peer-to-peer, sharing. yeah, peer-to-peer yeah. sharing. Prior, this is way before BitTorrent. So there was Napster was the first place that you could sort of like widespread peer-to-peer music. So suddenly, like, people are downloading music everywhere online. All of the regulatory people are like, whoa, what are we going to do about this? Like, nobody saw this coming. And so, like, it completely freaked out the whole music ecosystem because suddenly people are just snatching music, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, ultimately, it led, I think, to streaming. Was like, streaming was the only way they're like, okay, maybe if we can get people to pay for a little bit of music, we'll be able to recoup some royalties rather than just downloading stuff, you know, for free. Because, you know. So, so was Napster only for music or did you bring this up because people were able to share game files between them too? 
I was not into gaming at that time. So, yeah. but I mean, at that, at that time, like once peer to peer took off, there was all sorts of file sharing. I mean, prior mm. to that, there were like news groups where people posted stuff and you could download things. There wasn't much to modding at that time. There was peer to peer with Napster or LimeWire was any type of file, although bandwidth was still shaky at that time. So music files were small enough to download. You yeah. probably weren't getting too many videos. Um, definitely probably not full length movies, but maybe you were getting some ROM files that you could use on an emulator. I mean, this this took so like it, it would be just painstaking to try and sit through like you'd queue up an album to download. You'd wake up in the morning and be like, did I get it? Oh, damn it. It cut out a track nine. It dropped the connection to track nine. I have, I'm missing four tr- songs from that album or whatever. Yeah, it was. And most uh, of the tracks are Bill Clinton and not the music. There, people did not have uh, take pride in their file naming. I mean, stuff was mislabeled. Oh, There's man. an old tune uh, by Steeler's Wheel called Stuck in the Middle. And the dude kind of sounds like Bob Dylan, but like all over Napster, this was Bob Dylan, you know, stuck <laughs> in the middle with you. And like, that's not Bob Dylan at all, you know? So, and like mislabeled files would then, you know, be copied and copied and copied and live on in perpetuity. Right. So yeah, it was, it was the Wild West. But then, yeah, then the second iteration was LimeWire, what Tony was talking about. Second big iteration. I'm sure there were several. So the LimeWire one was like, that's how I know of it. It's like through the memes that you mentioned. And like, <laughs> all I know of it was like, it was it was the thing that give your computer AIDS. That's, like, that's <laughs> all I know of it. It was like, very, it's very dangerous to use it because it was literally peer to peer. So you'd hope that whatever you were looking for, somebody else had and their computer was on and they were doing what's called seeding which meant people could connect to it to download it. But you were downloading the whole file from one person. So you get one person that goes, this is what everybody's looking for. I can take this virus, label it as that. People are going to come get it. Hey, it's Bob Dylan stuck in the middle with you. Just kidding. It's a Trojan, you know? Yeah. And that's why, (laughs) that's why torrents became a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not because the government was cracking down, but because it's safer to do that. Legality wise, that's still up in the air, but I love that. It's like, I didn't share a file. I shared six bits from a file. (laughs) That's it. They come and pack it. So you, a bunch of people will see it at once and you're getting pieces from multiple people. It downloads faster. I see. And you're, a little less likely to get a virus. We've got um, tech nerds going, you guys are completely missing a lot of these technicalities. Oh, but absolutely. This is a, this is a layman's, layman's description of how, yeah, of how it happens, or at least so, how I understand it to happen. So this is really <laughs> funny. I just Google Napster, right? I was curious about it. I'm like, I wanted to see. I love this. the fact that you I actually didn't know. That's, that's yeah. It said, it said uh, Napster was a peer-to-peer file sharing application. It was originally launched on June 1st of 1999. Wow. Two days after I was born, Brian. Of course, I wasn't <laughs> going to know it. Baby Winston, I need the files. <laughs> we're, we're stuck in the middle by Bob Dylan. <laughs> Damn it, I hear that's Bob. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to. We appreciate it. Tell a friend. We're looking for listeners all across America, from coast to coast. Rate and subscribe. If you want to talk about something, if you want to hear more of this, send us an email. That's a fancy computer letter you send through the Internet. You can stamp that envelope through the interwebs right to podcast xyzwhy at gmail.com. You can visit us on uh, the picture website, Instagram, 
or the video website TikTok. We're there too. You can find us everywhere. We have a home on the web at podcastxyzwhy.podbean.com. Come and see us. This is Podcast XYZ signing off. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. That was oh fantastic. Best outro ever. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See everybody see in two weeks. <laughs>